Welcome back to the Black TV Shows podcast. I am your host, Miriam Tomeskin, and Shawnee is back to co-host. How are you? Hi, I'm well. Good things are happening. How are you? Uh, same, you know. Uh, I have been behind with recording and posting and stuff just because of work, but, it's, you know, uh, it's slowly, my work is slowly going down, so at least I'll be able to catch up on recording and all that stuff, but Today, we're doing A Different World, Season 2, Episode 11, It Happened One Night. Yeah. Um, I've I've seen this episode, like, multiple times. It's, like, the one of those episodes I go to a lot. Um, was that the same with you? Um, it is an episode that I've seen over and over again. A Different World is just a go-to show altogether. <laughs> yeah. So, for me, it doesn't matter uh, which episode I'm watching. It's, it's really just all a matter of, oh, it's this episode. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And so this episode was directed by Debbie Allen. Uh, the writers were Susan Fallis and Margie Peters, which both of them have been involved a lot in this uh, series. Yeah. And um, this episode aired January 12th, 1989. And basically the story of this episode is that Whitley offers uh, support to Kim when she fears that she may be pregnant. Um, and this is like such a relatable um, episode because this always happens it's, in every college. Um, yeah. And so we start off with uh, Jaleesa and Freddie talking, like it took me a while to figure out what they were talking about, but they were talking about some actor that is getting a divorce. But, you know, Kim is like, I don't really care. Like these are real people. Mm-hmm. Like, like we gotta, but you know, it's weird because like nowadays we, do, that's all we do is talk about, you know, like the Kardashians and like, you know, all these things. So I was, it's, it's so relatable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. For sure, um, especially since this was one of those types of episodes. The topic of the episode is one that often would get swept under the rug. Um, and it was, it always kind of had like a negative connotation on it. Um, but it's something that I felt like should have been highlighted for sure, because um, even, even if it's not a, co- a college student, who experiences this in in more recent times it's been high schoolers and that's where shows like 16 and pregnant come out um what's that other show uh yeah so 16 and pregnant teen mom stuff like that i feel like we like it should be highlighted not simply to say like you know don't get pregnant but mainly just to show that, you know, if you happen to be pregnant as a teenager, you're not alone. And this is what it looks like. This is what you have to look forward to. Um, I think the only um, drawback is that A Different World is late 80s, early 90s. And the resources that they had back then or, the, or lack of. You know, like they, they might not have had as, as many resources as we have now back then and vice versa. They probably, um, this, this is a situation that you don't really want to voice because now you just look down upon, period. It's almost like you're, I don't want to say devalued, but, um, you know, people will turn their nose up. And uh, it would be it could be p- plenty of negative conversation, uh, and a lot of feelings are not considered 
when it goes in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. And and so um, to finish off the whole like actor thing, uh, Kim was like, like, we need to talk about something else. Like they have the right to their privacy. I'm like, no, because that's to this day is the worst uh, with reality shows and all that stuff. And uh, the phone rings and you know who it is? It is Robert. And mm-hmm. we could tell that Kim is trying to avoid him. Uh, but we don't know what, why is she avoiding him? Uh, and no one else knows why she's avoiding him. Right. She's sitting in the group of, of women. It's what, Whitley, Jaleesa. Uh, Whitley Letty. comes in later. Okay, right. So it's Letty, Jaleesa, Freddie. And I feel like it's somebody else in the room outside of Kim. But yeah, um, there's, you can tell that there's tension. Um, initially I thought it was just like, like a breakup, mm-hmm. you know, I thought they might've, you know, gotten, gotten in a fight. Um, and that he kept calling her to try to reconcile, which I mean, essentially, I guess that's what happened, but I thought this was regular relationship fighting, <laughs> you yeah. know, not something that's as deep as what it is. Yeah. And apparently he said something stupid um that's literally what she said um like the stupidest thing in life so um uh you know uh, letty picks up the phone and says like she'll she'll call you back but please don't call this phone again um and then whitley comes and uh she talks about her dates with lorenzo um Mm i I don't know who this person is apparently he's a walk of art but yeah uh, they never personify a lot of the people that they talk about yeah so um but then the phone rings in Whitley's room and she thought it was Lorenzo but it's actually Robert and she's like why is Robert calling my phone right calling my phone <laughs> and uh <laughs> and so uh she was like make it quick like she tells Kim like make this call very quick and she made it quick mm-hmm. <laughs> and like Whitley's like surprise right because like Whitley was expecting like a Hey Robert, what's going on? Oh, okay, all right, yeah. So maybe it's a bit by. No, she was. I don't want to talk to you. Click. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. She said what she said. Yeah. We need Nene leaks in this, so she could be like, I said what I said. I love it. <laughs> and so Whitley is like shocked to see what happened. So she like talks to Kim to see like what's going on. Uh, like as I think she mentions like she thinks like oh did like you guys have a breakup or like did he cheat on you or is he studying too much and then you know Kim admits that you know she might be pregnant and mm-hmm. uh, and it's because her period is late and uh, Whitley was like you know like we're, we're always a lot of people are always late like it's normal and uh, Kim was like uh, three weeks and four days and and Whitley was like oh okay not that late but I'll say this I have been late that as like, the, I've been late like mm-hmm. that, uh, but it's usually because of, I, usually it's when I'm traveling or mm-hmm. it's extreme weather change. Though Those are the two, re- two reasons I would be late for. Uh, but I like for her, I, I understand like, you're like, okay, uh, maybe I am pregnant, you know? Um, yeah. Well, also with Kim, um, we got to take into consideration too. She's pre-med. And she she works full time. I'm not sure she hasn't started working at the funeral parlor yet. No. Right? right. So um, so that means that she has already overloaded herself with her activities. So that's choir, that's swim, that's 
um, whatever she's doing within her major. Uh, what is it tutoring that she's doing? Um, I don't know if she does that right now. Maybe that's a season three thing. I don't know, but but Kim was Kim basically has been hitting the ground running ever since starting yeah. filming. Yeah. And so she has with her having so much on her plate, it definitely explains why she would be that late. I did not imagine or I could not imagine being going through that and being late for that long. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have been in situations where I've been late for weeks at a time and it could be for a literal number of things. Like the, the female reproductive system is a very weird machine. Yeah. And um, it's very unpredictable. As much as we try to predict it, it's it's hard to predict it because it's going to do what it wants to do when it wants to do it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so and it's stressful being a woman. <laughs> yeah. And she she ended up taking a test and she'll find out the results tomorrow. Um, and, uh, you know, I, at this point, Willie's like there for her now. Um and I think at one point, like Freddie is trying to like come and like interrupts, and Willie like was like, "Here, have my keys. You go wherever you want to go." So yeah, she was like, "Yeah, I saw that you were stressed out with Robert, or you and Robert had to find someone to take you out." At the time, Whitley is trying to console Kim, and Freddie's not helping. Yeah, so she's like, "Do what you got to do. Take my car." <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, "I'm like, girl, yeah, you really got money because." I don't think I would ever be saying something like take my car. No, without yeah. me? No, yeah. not not I. Yeah. Um, not I. And so now we're at the guy's dorm and um, everyone's play- playing pool. And then Robert comes and, uh, you know, he needs to talk to Walter. And Walter is like, uh, no, like, unless, uh, like, if you say another word, unless, or he's like, if, if you say another word, it means that someone is dead or pregnant and Robert right. says another word. And so, uh, so Walter's like, okay, what's going on? And, uh, you know, Robert says that, you know, like he has a girlfriend named Kim and she potentially is not dead. Right. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just and, and then Walter goes in right there. What did I tell y'all on the first day of school? I told y'all I didn't want to have this conversation with y'all. I said to y'all, Always have your Walter Oaks day back. Well, you know, Walter, how we can get caught up in the moment. I never get caught up in the moment because I always have my Walter Oaks day back. Listen, <laughs> I've watched this episode too many times. If y'all can't tell already, <laughs> uh, I watched this episode too many times. But I mean, he has truth to what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, college is a time where you know you get your first real taste of freedom but you're not supposed to get like like while you're tasting freedom you're not supposed to lose your logic so um with kim and robert it's like yeah it's cute y'all get to be in a relationship your parents are not there to tell you what to do when to do it and how to do it but you still have to use logic. And with him being a pre-med student, ma'am, you knew. And, and, and Robert, you knew. Like, y'all couldn't graduate without taking a health class. And you couldn't take a health class without learning about how sex works. 
and about how pregnancy is a thing. Like you knew. So like why we didn't make better decisions, you know, I, I don't want to come off judgy, so I'm gonna leave it there. But yeah, um I I, I felt Walter, truly and honestly. Um I can only imagine how I would have been if I was a resident assistant or is that what RA stands for? Yeah, resident mm-hmm. assistant. Um yeah, I can only imagine because I'm an empath. And so um, kind of like how Whitley was acting real auntie-ish, you know, and how she was doing all that extra. I, I feel like I would kind of be like that person too. Um, but at the same time, I'd be like, ooh, I don't know what she's going to do. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, so Robert had a solution for Kim. And that solution was to a dumbass one. Yeah. <laughs> and it's weird. Uh, for those that are, I, I, I don't know when this uh, will be published, but at the moment, at this moment in time, uh, there is, uh, I think they say it's like a leak thing with the Supreme Court um, with the Roe. Ro yes, Roe versus Wade. Yeah. Um, so basically they, they, they want to rectify it or they want to change it over to the opposite of the initial decision. Yeah. And uh, I saw that the Hillman Files actually picked, took a clip from this episode and talking about like the woman has the right to choose. You know what I mean? Yes. That girl never misses. I love it. Thank (laughs) you. Oh man. Oh man. But, but it's facts though. And especially since, I feel like we've been screaming this since the beginning of time. Like anybody without a uterus should not be allowed to make laws regarding it. Mm-hmm. You should not be speaking on it. Just, just leave us alone. Yeah. <laughs> Let and us it, be. And it's like, like I don't understand why they want to make this a law because. So if you're making this a law, then that means you have to put in law that you're gonna take, like you're gonna give child support to the woman uh you're gonna you know basically pay its way for that child like, yeah. i don't know there, there was a whole bunch of things that like i've been seeing on social media where it's like a whole list of things like you gotta uh why am i blanking right now but it's like taking care of child because it's so much yeah it's so prenatal if, if care you, if you take away our our rights for this then you have to consider like, like you're doing this in the middle of a climate where there's no free universal health care. Yeah. There are, uh, um, that means you have to take care of the expenses of adoption or fostering. That means that you have to take on, um, well, for one, insurance. Not everybody has it. Um, and then even the little stuff, like, like we we have a shortage of formula and I can only imagine the numbers that it's doing on mothers who have a hard time breastfeeding um, or mothers of babies who can't drink regular milk. Um, mothers of babies who, uh, who breast milk just might not be for the baby. Like there's, there's too many things to consider. And of course you're not going to think about this because, and when I say you, I'm, I'm talking about like, these men who are trying to make 
the decisions. Of course, you're not taking that into consideration because you'll never be able to carry a body inside of you. So, and, and this doesn't directly affect you. The mind that they're using is being the man of the house and basically being the money behind it. So they're like, oh, well, I could just buy you this. I can pay for that. That's not how any of this works. Um, so there are a lot of poked holes when it comes to these things. They think it's as clear cut as, you know, ill abortion uh, or abortion is murder. You know, they 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 leave out a lot of things. And at this point, it's, it's starting to feel intentional. Yeah. It, it feels like, you know, you like you should not do this because I feel like you shouldn't do this or because this is not something that I would have done or because I won't marry a woman who does this or I deem a woman like a woman loses value if she does things like this. Like I just, I'm over it all with this, with the way that um, society can, can have a tendency to think and how loud they, how loud they are about it. I'm also over the fact that, that society is just willing to be loud and wrong just for the sake of being somebody rich. Like that's just dumb to me. Um, but if you, if um, Whoopi Goldberg, she, she recently just went in on The View talking about this. Um, and she, she said utter and complete facts. Um, one thing that stood out to me in what she said was, this is a hard decision that, that women make. Like, nobody wants to go through an abortion because an abortion don't just hurt the baby. It hurts you. Yeah. Physically and emotionally, but literally physically, your body does not feel good after having an abortion. And and I don't know from personal experience, but I know people who have, and you already kind of beat yourself up. If you find yourself, in this position if you if you find yourself in a position where you're pregnant and you don't have any money you can't get a job or you're still in school something that's preventing you from um from effectively fulfilling your duties as a parent or or at least in this moment of time oh i i i'm sorry i've already lost my thoughts it's it's (laughs) It's too much (laughs) it is too much it's just, yeah, I just, I like how the Hill and Files use this episode to, to relate with what's going on right now. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so the, the reason why Kim is not talking to Robert anymore is because he suggested that she have an abortion. And yeah. so um, we go back to the girls' dorm and uh, Freddie comes home um, and, you know, tries to sneak in the keys and uh, Whitley hears and says, what did you do to my car? And apparently there's a dent. We're <laughs> uh, talking about a dent. You're holding the grill to my car. Oh, no, that's at the end, I think. That, that ooh, part is, ooh, yeah, so she, she, she made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> right now we're at the dent. But then later on, <laughs> she'll have that. <laughs> it was, it, yeah, <laughs> it's bad. Like, who, why would you trust someone like that to drive your car? I don't understand. She can't and even. And she literally said after that, too, like, I just gave my car to somebody who can barely walk without bumping. Yeah. <laughs> poor Freddie. So, oh, uh, poor Freddie. 
And so, um, so Freddie leaves and, you know, Kim questions on what is she going to do if she's pregnant? You know, she only has a high school diploma with only $32 to her name. Um, and, uh, you know, Kim says like, she doesn't want to get an abortion, um, but she doesn't know what to do. And, you know, she is scared, you know, what is her parents' reaction? Cause that's like the biggest one I feel like is your parents. Yes. Like that's yes. the most scariest part, you know, not the fact that you're pregnant, but the fact that like you have to tell your parents that is scary. I honestly think I would be afraid to go home. Yeah. I probably, and, and, and this is just because I know myself too well. There was a time where I messed up in school and this is before I came home and I knew I had messed up in school, but I just couldn't face telling my mom. And I was trying to find out how I can, you know, find an apartment, how I can get a job all of that. Like I was going to start up my whole life and I was just going to let my mama think that I was just out there. Just living my life and being in school, not being any part of, in school at all whatsoever. Um, but I think if I were in Kim's situation, I definitely would have tried to to find somewhere to go, um, especially during the, the time that a different world is in. Um, I hate to say it, but parents were not always lenient when it came to them having a, a child who's pregnant early. Um, I feel like, uh, especially w um, because we see how Kim's father is, um, it would have totally been unacceptable. He would have blamed Kim completely as if Kim would be the sole reason why, or as if Kim had to be on top of herself in order to create this baby. Um, I feel like her father would have taken on a very misogynistic role. Um, he probably, I'm sure that by the time the baby was born, if the baby, you know what I mean? Like by, by that time, he, he probably would have been singing a new tune, but initially, yeah. Um, Kim was going to go through hell if she yeah. would have had to tell her parents. And, um, I'm, I don't know, like, I, you know how you try to place yourself in, in other people's shoes? You know, I, I can honestly say, I don't think I would have been able to know the logical thing to do. Mm -hmm. You know, because in, in that moment, you're trying to maintain your adulthood. You are, you are trying to kind of tell yourself, like, well, now I found myself in an adult situation. And so I have to adultly handle this. Um, and there, there's, I imagine there's a sense of feeling alone, a sense of feeling um, not dumb, but um, knowing that, that, that your decisions got you caught up and now you're not happy about it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Huh. Today's teens, <laughs> they will never know, man. Yeah. They will never know. Um, and so, um, you know, and also to continue on, like she's saying, like they were so proud of her to go to college and to be on her way to becoming a doctor. And now that oh. potentially might not be the case if she's, if she has a baby, she has to take care of the baby. Um, and so we're back at the, at the guy's dorm and Robert had to stay because Walter forced him to stay 
to uh, watch them play pool for the last three hours. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's ready to go home and to sleep. But Walter, uh, like, is like, huh, are you going to go actually go back to sleep, like, go home and sleep? And um, so he makes Dwayne walk him back, <laughs> like, as if he's a little uh-huh. child. And because uh, Walter knew better. <laughs> he knew better. Robert and, wasn't about to go back to go to, to, go to no sleep. Yeah. He was about to go seek him. Yeah, so... Uh, Walter stays uh, like originally Walter wanted you to go with him, but Colonel Taylor was like, no, you got to finish this game. Cause I guess mm-hmm. I, I wasn't paying attention with this pool game. Is Colonel Taylor winning? Like, I don't, I don't know. Yes. Okay. He is winning. Okay. So <laughs> that's not as important uh, about, uh, about the show, it's but, not, like... <laughs> but, but also though, if, if you watch the show, you see that Colonel Taylor has a, a very bad history of losing. <laughs> oh Yes. Well, like, like the man can't dance. Um, eventually, we learned that he sucks at bowling. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm not. Sh- I don't remember how he is with the card games. Um, and the card games they kind of make it seem make it seem like he knows how to play, but he's getting beat anyway. So now we see him. Um, we we see him playing a game, and he actually has a, has a chance of winning. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And so they do talk about the Walter Oaks day back. Apparently, you know, Walter gets it from the student health. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then Colonel Taylor was like, because for the, like, because we didn't talk about the episode, but there was an episode where Dwayne is dating Colonel Taylor's daughter. Mm-hmm. And, uh-huh. um, and uh, like, he just wants to know, like, has Dwayne asked for the, the, the Walter Oaks date pack? And, uh, and then Walter just laughs. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm not answering that. <laughs> but what, man? Listen, Colonel Taylor. First of all, um, nosy. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's one. Secondly, even if Dwayne did ask for the date pack, he wasn't going to have a reason to use it. <laughs> so then, I'm going to be sleeping with that boy. Yeah, he was too eager, and that's a whole another episode for another day. But. Yeah, he, he shouldn't have felt like he needed to worry about anything. Now, later on down the line, parents. <laughs> yeah. That's somebody who needed to walk the old state back. Yeah. But. And, yeah. And yeah. so we cut to now Dwayne and Robert are sneaking into the girls' dorm room. Um, they think they're sneaking into Kim's room, but they actually are. They end up in Jaleesa and Freddie's room. And you can see Freddie, like, she comes. I don't know what that was. It looks like a bat, but probably racket uh, thing. Um, I think it's a, I think it's a lacrosse racket. Oh, lacrosse. Okay. And so she's, like, ready to hit the person that comes into it. And then she realizes it's Dwayne. She's like, oh, my God. And, like, she starts to, because at this point, she still has a crush on him. So she's like, oh, my yep. God, hey, Dwayne. And so, um, and all of a sudden, like, she's like, what are you guys doing here? And all of a sudden, Jaleesa was like, well, you're about to be kicked out, basically, because you're right. not supposed to be here. And, uh, like, they need to leave, uh, according to Jaleesa. And Dwayne was like, no, no, no. But, like, Robert needs to talk to Kim. And, you know, she's in very, uh, like, she's in serious trouble. And mm-hmm. she, what kind of trouble? And, you know, trouble, trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, the vocabulary is just not. I need you to reach a little bit deeper than that. <laughs> 
into your vocabulary um, right and then I don't know if he did but did he like do like a bump like you know, like he's like trouble tr- yeah he tried to kind of like motion like like a pregnant stomach type of thing he in my opinion he didn't really execute it yeah uh very well because if it were me I probably still would have been like what's going on with your hair <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here what kind of trouble is the girl in but yeah. you know, also we have to keep in mind that they that they they were trying to be quiet so that they weren't you know caught up. Yeah. Um. Thankfully, Jaleesa caught on. Yeah. And uh, Letty is outside looking to see. She heard a thump. Um, mm-hmm. Is is a thump? Like I don't understand a thump. Is that like um like something hit? Like it's like a like a knock like, like, it's like it's like something falls or like if you bump into something so Julissa was just basically trying to make it seem like she fell out of the bed yes <laughs> which girl at this point you're like 30 <laughs> why are you falling out of the bed <laughs> but um but I think I think I think she tried to convey like she had fell out of the bed but I think what she, I think with her actual words, I think she said like she she hit her foot or something, or she hit something. I don't, I don't know. know. But she, she just fell. Like, I, I'm surprised you never heard me thump before, girl. What? <laughs> Why are you doing all of this damage to yourself? Are you okay? What's wrong with you? Maybe do you need a little prayer? <laughs> do, we, do we need to call somebody for you? Apparently, she's trying to get a bed rails. You know, so it doesn't she happen did again. Tell her that. <laughs> <laughs> she did tell her that, and then I'm like, lady, they don't even have the right bed for a bed rail. What are you talking about, man? Look, well, Lady is a half asleep, I think. <laughs> right, right. Jesus, I have to stop applying logic to TV shows, man. I really have to quit. And so Letty leaves, and so Robert was able to sneak into Kim's room with Dwayne. And um, at that at this point, Kim and Whitley are sleeping on the same bed. Um, and so Robert wakes her up and says, like, you know, I, I want to talk to you. And Whitley was like, no, you cannot. I, like, she, like, said something really weird, like, to him, like, some kind of, like, some, she kind of called him an animal, but I forgot what it, or like a, um, or like a dinosaur. I can't remember the, like, she had a, yeah, she had, like, yeah. a unique <laughs> name. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Robert was like, uh, I want to marry you. And then Whitley's like, oh, okay, let's leave the room. <laughs> like it changed like that. <laughs> and so um, and like she had sneaked Dwayne out and by covering his head. <laughs> God. So did you notice how when Robert came in and hugged Kim, Kim was like all giddy inside until Whitley was like, No, we don't want to talk to you. And no, she I did was not like, notice That's that. That's right. We don't want to talk to you. And I'm like, girl. Oh, wow. You were just happy, happy, joy, joy when you saw him. Stop all this flexing for your girl. But um, yeah. Um, I was also I was coming coming to a point with that too. Oh yeah. Uh, when when she hid Dwayne under the blanket, girl, how much coverage were you put? You didn't you didn't cover him well. <laughs> you did not cover him well at all. Then, well, you know what? Maybe they knew what kind of what kind of room. Maybe they knew which room they came into 
Because I also thought, like, what made you go straight to Jaleesa and Freddie? You know, like, I, I get it. You want to minimize the walking around. Yeah. All of that. But why was that the first room that you thought to go to? Well, they probably just didn't realize from the outside which side their rooms were. Probably. That's what I'm thinking. Probably. You right. You yeah. right. Yeah, because I don't think they wanted to try to get through, like, the whole dorm room or the whole yep. dorm building. So You're right. So, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, as I said, Willie and Dwayne have left. And, you know, uh, like, he was like, we can get married tonight if you want. Like, we, we'll find a justice right, at the peace. Just and then she's like, no, I like yesterday I would love you saying that, but today that's not what I want. Like, I don't want you to marry me because I'm pregnant. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, and right. I, that is so right. Like, good thing she like had a brain and didn't say yes. <laughs> um, okay. Like she, she needs to focus on her studies because she's going to become a doctor. Uh, she, she should not be like married to someone at this point. And um and so Kim was like, let's not do anything until tomorrow, until we find the, see the results. And right. so uh, while this is all going on, everyone else is in Jaleesa and Freddie's room and they start talking about this also themselves saying like, you know, like Willie really does not want uh, Kim to have this baby. Like she, if she, ha- if she's pregnant to have an abortion, like it's just going to be easier for her Um is, I think that's what she was saying, right? She was implying a, abortion, right? Yeah, she wasn't yeah. implying an abortion, basically saying that, like, uh, because she initially thought that Kim was coming from the point of view of simply, I can't take care of a child. Yeah. So what am I going to do? And so she she didn't initially think that Kim was, talk, was talking in terms of living life and having this baby at the same time. Yeah. Um, and... At this point, Whitley's 20. Um, so she's like a sophomore, maybe a junior. Maybe a junior. Is she a junior? No, she's a sophomore. No, she's a junior. You're right. She's a junior. Um, so at this point, you know, her wisdom is kind of kicked in. Yeah. Where she's like, you are a freshman. Having a baby while being in school is not smart. Um, because of the factors you have to take take uh, into consideration. You can't live in a dorm with a baby. Mm-hmm. You, you, you just can't. And also the fact that Robert is offering to marry her, uh, Whitley calls it that calls it as they're, tr- they're fixing a disaster by creating a, tr- I cannot say the last one. Catastrophe. Why? Catastrophe. Yeah. I don't know. It sounded perfect when she said it, but yeah. So uh, like that, that's what he's doing. And so she, she's like, I don't agree with that. And then Dwayne's opinion about this is says, you know, Robert is doing an honorable thing. He made his bed and he's willing to lie in it. And then all of a sudden Dwayne thinks about it and be like, actually, that's not the best image. I'm <laughs> just laughing. It's not. It's not. That was a pun. Yeah. A very good pun. <laughs> on that too. Um, but yeah, Whitley is not wrong. I, um, I, I, I see only a small part. <laughs> I see the, a, a small part of the logic behind, well, I'm pregnant. Now we got to get married. But 
I also feel that like, you know, marriage is not for everybody, regardless of whether somebody's pregnant or not. Um, also, I, I mean, now this is why we are, we are supposed to be smart about the decisions that we make. So no, don't sleep with somebody that you wouldn't want to procreate with. Mm-hmm. Um, also get to know people better before you start doing stuff like sex and babies. But um, it just would not have been smart for Kim and Robert to get married this early. I mean, having the baby is one thing. Um, I would probably, if I were Kim, I probably would have said to Robert, like, I don't even want to say nothing to you about getting married until I know how you are the first year into all of this. Um, Because we're both learning at the same time but if you're going to be making goofy decisions like how you said to immediately to get rid of this kid like I what am I doing with you yeah clearly I'm smart I'm the smarter between the both of us what am I going to do and what are you going to do yeah you know so yeah (laughs) I'm very glad that they didn't get married yeah, and uh, Freddie's opinion on this is that you know, um, she she could help the baby. Like they they could be timeshare moms and dads. And I'm like, what is a timeshare mom and dad? I don't oh, know. What okay, that means. what? <laughs> um, Freddie, the word you're looking for is a babysitter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because there is no timeshare mommy and daddy. Um, but again, Freddie is all of seventeen, and her seventeen keeps seventeen eight. And uh, she also mentions that, you know, uh, after this whole situation, she's like, I've never had sex before marriage or even after marriage. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a, a smart answer for a teenager to give. Uh, <laughs> girl, especially since, you know, they didn't really age well. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> still, I mean, she's she's learning and stuff is unfolding before her eyes mm-hmm. and I think she's still struggling with finding her place so I think she gave the answer that she gave trying to sound adult mm-hmm. or trying to sound like hey I could come up with a logical situation in the awkward I can come up with a logical solution for an awkward situation and it's like no baby you can't <laughs> yeah not at least not in this capacity no mm-hmm. just just leave it be we're in a pickle you have a pregnant friend it it just is what it is yeah you know um but yeah Fre- freddie's naivete really just shines bright <laughs> in this season and yeah. I, I i couldn't wait for her to grow up yeah mm. she changes once i think we hit season three yeah. um yeah Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so Willie, as I said, she keeps saying this is like the worst thing to have a baby right now. And, um, and like, she should get rid of it. And so Jaleesa, like, starts to mention being like, um, you know, like, getting rid of it isn't like the best, like, yeah, that's what you think that, that that's your plan if you ever get pregnant is to have an abortion. That's usually the plan mm-hmm. in your head. But Jaleesa mentions, you know, shortly after her separation with Lamar, she found out she was pregnant and, uh, you know, after a while she was like, you know what, I'll, I'll keep the baby. But unfortunately she had a miscarriage 
And Willie was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Like, like she didn't know. And Julissa was like, I know, but like, you got to think about it as it's a situation based. Like you can't just, Uh yeah, that's what you're going to, that's what you keep saying that if it actually happens to you, that you're going to have an abortion. But when you're actually in it, it, your mind, yeah, changes. Yeah. And uh, during this whole situation, Dwayne is trying to change the subject. He's like, let's talk about anything else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know what? Also, that kind of speaks to... So, like, when that happened, it kind of made me think of the progression that we've made since then. Mm-hmm. Because it would be taboo back then for a man to be amongst a conversation um, of pregnancy. Yeah. and decision making when it comes to pregnancy and I really don't know why society allowed for for it to be that way you know even just if we go back in time and talk about how birth how the birth of a baby took place a lot of the times the man was not present mm-hmm. in in the delivery room um but also they were allowing smoking in hospitals back then so <laughs> go figure yeah <laughs> that gotta be one of the stupidest things that was ever allowed um but yeah uh men were not necessarily allowed in a hospital room while their wife is giving giving birth um and then when you think about it too like even on screen a married couple wasn't able to sleep in the bed together you know so um the the amount of progression that we made since then, first of all, I'm proud of it. But by the same token, I, I still don't like the fact that it was even like that to begin with. Um, and yes, I get it. Pregnancy might not be a topic that a man would want to talk about, but at the same time, bro, you're gonna have to have a, have this conversation. Yeah. You because it takes two to tango. Yeah, literally, and so you you can't be, um on pins and needles, having this conversation, especially if you feel like you're going to find yourself in this position mm-hmm. at some point in your life. So you're going, you got to show some, some level of care, some level of concern, some level of understanding, um, just as a human. Yeah. Guys, don't be shallow. Don't, don't be shallow. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It is okay to talk about stuff that you might not experience for yourself. It's okay. Yeah. Just don't go around being loud and wrong. <laughs> and so Robert and Kim come back to the room and says that you know they're deciding not to do anything until they know tomorrow and uh they'll find out tomorrow morning at the student health and so now it's the next day and you could see Kim is happy we already know by just how she how she is reacting or how she's uh the energy that she's bringing out, we already know that she's not pregnant. <laughs> like she didn't even. Right. She, it's a beautiful day. I mean, it's like she woke up and the, and the bird was chirping and, you know, uh, oh, what is that movie? The Sound of Music. <laughs> Have you seen The Sound of Music? No. Okay. It's a very old movie. Yeah. Like Julie Andrews is in it. Um, I love Julie Andrews. But like there's a part of the movie where she is standing in an open field. And she's singing this song. The hills are oh, I think I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah. Like <laughs> Kim is, that's exactly what she's looking like. Kim is, uh, she's glowing. 
she's like, you know, nothing can go wrong now. <laughs> um, she, it's like she's on this high. Uh, and, and there are a lot of similar situations uh, that can align with her behavior and can align with like the smile on her face and stuff like that. Some people might say that she looked like she had just gone late, you know? Um, other people might say uh, that, you, you know, that she kind of looked the way that you look when you get a, when you get a big direct deposit, you know? What, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's a lot of, Kim is overly elated. And like you said, we can tell that this girl is not pregnant. Yeah. Um, and this is one of those moments where you ready to go party. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh girl, I found out <laughs> we dodged the bullet. Let's go. And then yeah. that's usually when you find yourself back in the situation that that puts you in that same situation in the first place. But we're, we're thankful for growth. Yay. Yes. <laughs> and so she apparently it was stress that caused her to be late. So that's why. Which makes sense because she had like school work, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, like she, by the way, she's telling this to um, Jalisa. And while this is, this is happening, Letty is coming behind. And so Kim leaves, and then uh, Jalisa like sees that Letty's there, and she's like, "Oh, I'm on my way to get the b- bed rails." <laughs> right, like, because she was like, "So I'm not gonna have any man creeping in my window at three a.m." Oh yes, yes. <laughs> And I was just like, oh, you got caught. <laughs> yeah. And so, hilarious. Yeah. And technically, Letty heard all that. So it's like, they're uh-huh. caught. And mm-hmm. so, that, and that's why I was just like, oh. Mm. <laughs> and so uh, Kim is all happy in her room, and all of a sudden, Letty's behind her. And she, she's like, oh, like, and so, um, you know, Kim says, like, you know, she got good news today. And Letty was like, it seems more like, lucky news yep i don't like oh so so we now know that letty knows what was going on and you know um you know letty kind of got mad at her (laughs) like you better not do this ever again yeah for real like in that whole moment for me my heart sinks every time yeah um because once you said you know sometimes you got you got lucky news you find out you're not pregnant it felt like she was talking to me yeah and and when she says that i'm like oh dang um and kim in this moment is like um <laughs> what am i supposed to do here yeah and and then the letty gets into this mode where it's almost i don't want to say that she forgets that she's at work mm-hmm. um it's like where she disregards that she's at work yeah and um and that's when she's like i'm not gonna give you a lecture you've already had enough of that <laughs> or no she says too late for that she's not gonna give you a lecture too late for that but then and then that's when she goes for the kill <laughs> yeah i just wanted to know what the hell were you thinking oh ma'am you, you, you have to come at me like that yikes clutches pearls and then that's when she has her explosion moment. And she's, you. No, no, what was it? Um, oh, yeah, she was talking. And then Kim was about to say something. And she said, don't interrupt. You, you, teenager! Oh, whoa. 
and like you like for those who haven't seen the episode you have to see letty and you have to see her body language her fists are balled up she's shaking her head uncontrollably her body is all into it like first of all you are doing your good acting mary alice you're very good acting because i believe every bit of what you were saying and doing you made me nervous and in essence this was this is enough to make somebody not want to get pregnant or because this is like the way you react it makes me feel like this is something adjacent to how my mother would act so yeah i could save myself from that i'll just do away with it all and just not do it at all yep yeah and so uh and also letty was like you know, the next time you go on a date, make sure to pick up your Luddy Be Luddy Ready be day baby. pack. Just <laughs> like, what is with these names? Girl, okay. <laughs> trying to be real. They're trying to be clever with it. Uh, like with Walter, he tried to sound real smooth. Walter Oates, they, uh, you know, and then Letty, she all like, ah, Letty Be Ready. Yeah. And so but, uh, I think after that, I wouldn't want to get a, a Levy Be Ready date pack because you already know why I'm getting it. Like, yeah. No. How, how can I come to you after this situation? Yeah. Asking for a date pack. No, ma'am, you ain't going to catch me up. Mm-hmm. And so she leaves the room and Whitley comes in and she thinks Kim is pregnant. She's like, oh, are you okay? Like, are you like. Like she's very soft spoken with her. Right. And then uh girl, she was pregnant, not deaf. Yeah. (laughs) And so Kim was like, No, I'm not pregnant. I'm I'm good. Like and so Auntie Whitley, just call me Auntie Whitley. Auntie Whitley, I'm not pregnant. You're not girl. I'm like, is that really how friends are? Is this how me and my friends look? yeah i don't know i haven't been in a situation where i'm happy for someone that's not pregnant so i don't know i don't like it's either they're they're pregnant and then i usually it's they're pregnant and then they're happy about that that's about it (laughs) right yeah that's who i've I've been more excited for babies to come into the world than i have not so agree yeah and so and then this is the point part when freddie comes in with the what do you call that like uh the for the car Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's, it's the like grill. The grill. That's when she comes in and Whitley is just mad. And the episode just ends right there. <laughs> I'm like, how, how does that come off? <laughs> do you hear me? How do you bang out a dick? Well, you know, Freddie, what were you using to bang out the dick? And then I'm... I'm you know what? I don't even think it matters what she used mm-hmm. because the grill of a car, um, it's now I'm no mechanic, but it doesn't seem like it's something that's easily removable. Mm-hmm. It and it gives the feeling that Freddie had to be banging everything else out of the car for that to pop off. Yeah, because you don't just have the grill; you got the the emblem on top of the grill. You got the M from the Mercedes, <laughs> girl. I don't know how Whitley didn't just lose it because she got money. That's why she didn't lose it. But I, yeah, 
Freddie would have been, she would have been kissing the ground. I walk on. Mm-hmm. Freddie would have been giving me breakfast in bed. She would have been my personal alarm clock for quite some time. Because what is wrong with you? Like, yeah, like, yeah now I'm about to go. I'm about to pay the mechanic, but you you still got to pay for what you did. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that they were patient with Freddie because their patience did do something positive. It taught her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a whole lot of things. She 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 got the picture once she got older. Yeah. And so yeah, so the only guest star of this episode was Robert, who is his real name is Brian Wesley Thomas. This is his second episode of the of the series. He was in another episode prior to this, but uh yeah. Yep. And so um yeah, that's the episode. And I as I said, this is an episode that I is like like I remember uh when I was in LA. Uh, and I actually introduced the show to my cousins. This is one of the episodes that I showed them. I showed them all the important episodes, um, like the ones that have. So wait, like, so you're the reason why your cousins know a different world? Uh, I guess so. I, yeah. I love it. I <laughs> love it. Well, I, I don't, they know about the Cosby show. They've known that like for a long time and they know that's like my favorite show okay. with like as kids, we would watch it, but they didn't really okay. know about a different world until um I got to LA and realized it's on HBO Max and so we're mm-hmm. you guys got to watch some episodes and so I and I was like you know what instead of showing them the whole series let me because I didn't have a t- I didn't have time for that um let me just show yeah. them the more important episodes and they actually enjoyed all those important episodes like as I said like the AIDS episode um the riot the yeah. LA riot episode mm-hmm. um this episode the the no means no episode which I, we're going to be talking With about time ah yes, yes. So, yes. but so yeah. So this uh, this is on the list that I gave that I showed them basically. So, um, did you so, show them um, the Mammy Dearest episode? Yes, I did show them that one. Yeah, yay! And it, that one, that one, I, I was probably more important for us because, like, uh, for those, because I, I we I don't show video on 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 uh, for this podcast. It's all audio. But for those that don't know, I'm very light skinned Um, sometimes I get uh mistaken for being filipino for some reason or mulatto um but i am full black yeah yeah um so yeah but i am full black um because my parents are full black they're both black and they're from africa Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but my cousins they are much darker skin tones like they're very they're not very dark Mm -hmm. they are much darker skin uh skin tones and it's been a conversation that we've had like for years being like like we're very different in skin tone. Right. And yeah. we've had, we talk about situation of like how people interact with both of us uh, differently. Right. So, um, so that one was very, you know, relatable for us because as I said, like I'm more of like Cree Summer and Jasmine guy's skin tone, yep. but for her, she's more like Kim, uh, Kim and um, who, am I missing someone? But yeah, like she, there's, we're different. Like Kim and Jaleesa. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. oh Okay. Okay, I get it now. So you yeah. guys are literally different shades. Yeah. So, so you all have like similar facial features? Uh, no. I think like they took, I took over my mom's uh, uh, face, uh, the face basically. Like apparently mm-hmm. I, I look exactly like her and I, they're not related to me on my mom's side. They're related to me on my dad's side. So. On your dad's side. Okay, okay. So okay. yeah, so no, not even close. <laughs> So I was about to say, like, because you know, some people like to just act like they can't tell that people are related, or they they like to, um, at least out here, um, 
there will be somebody who will try to act like they couldn't tell that you're black. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it will be like a group of us that's like, idiot, you can clearly see that she's black. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah I, I, I understand your pain. Not from a personal level, mm-hmm. even though um, I like when people see my baby picture, I was born light skin. But I think more than half of that reason was because I had jaundice as a baby. Oh, wow. um, um, but no, I think I I probably was. So I think I was I was born light skinned, mm-hmm. and then jaundice was just you know it just happened how yeah. it was. Um, I have a lot of uh, I have a stronger light skin gene uh, from my dad's side of the family. His mom was very light. Um, I don't think she was light enough to pass for white. But um, but she was just very light skinned, and I have an aunt who looks just like her. Like it's scary. But um, my family, my mom's family, initially thought that I was pushed at birth because everybody on my mom's side of the family is chocolate or darker, mm-hmm. and my, it's mostly that way from my dad's side too. But again, he has a very light skinned mom, and so that that trait seems to be more recessive than dominant mm-hmm. so when i got it you know they were like no this is not our baby who's whose baby is this because this is not ours and i think they literally had to look in my face to see that i favored my mom and mm-hmm. my dad weirdly um and then like i know for for babies um you can look at their ears and that's where you'll see their color and so mm-hmm. my ears were, were dark when I was born, but everything else about me was straight oh, up wow. light skin. Yeah. Um, so that's probably the most that I can feel you on. <laughs> but uh but from the outside looking in, I feel your pain, I see you. And to y'all who like to act like y'all can't tell black features, yeah. Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh do you wanna say your social media and all that? Oh yeah. Um Twitter, I love them 90s. Instagram, damn girl, you know everybody. I changed my TikTok name because my my students keep finding me. And, <laughs> you know, so I need for them to not find me. So now you can find me at Tiny Bigs, T-I-N-Y-Y-B-I-G-G-S. Um, you can also find me on Oculus at Tiny Bigs. It's just one I, um, not one I, one Y, two Gs. Um, so if, if anybody plays uh, virtual reality, on the Oculus Quest 2. You can find me there. Maybe y'all can teach me some stuff because I haven't fully learned how to play for real, for real. Um, I'm still getting acclimated to it. So yeah, um, that's about it with my soul. Is that it? Yeah, that's about it with all the socials. Um, uh, I don't know when this is going to air, um, but in this present moment in time, I am preparing to host a fashion show slash black business expo here in Chicagoland area. And so I'll be basically the MC. So I'm excited for that. So be on the lookout for pictures and footage of things like that. Um, I think that'll be all for now. Yeah, that's all for now. Okay. And for the podcast, make sure to subscribe on, um, I guess, on Instagram, Black TV Shows Pod. 
um, and also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, if you subscribe, it will just pop up on your feed. Uh, so that way you will not miss one episode. Um, as I said, I, I'm sorry, we I have been delayed with posting, just uh, delaying of posting episodes just because work was kicking my butt. <laughs> and so I just had to like take a break. Um, and so you'll start to see a whole bunch of episodes just coming. Um, uh, my goal is probably just put one a day uh, when once I'm actually able to just sit down and edit and all that stuff. Um, right. and, uh, yeah, and also you can always email at black TV shows pod at gmail.com. Send Please in your do. questions. Uh, yeah, we would love to hear your opinion or, uh, if you have a question, um, also you can send a DM on, uh, Instagram. I have been checking it lately. Oh, mostly it's people liking the content. That's about it. But, uh, come on um, guys, ask us some questions. Let's yeah. Something. Um, and, uh, the next episode, which Shawnee will be back to talk is, the Cosby Show, uh, season five, episode twelve: Truth or Consequences. And this is a episode that I always go to. I don't know why. I love mm-hmm. this episode, <laughs> so I can't wait to talk about it with her, about it with you. Um, and we'll talk to you all in the next one. Bye, y'all.